What up, everybody, and welcome to Banshee. It is that time once again, Saturday, uh, what is it, April, <laughs> April 9th. It is time to go back to Banshee as we talk about Season 4, Episode 2. So I'm your host, Don Mega, joined as always by my boy Lynx. What up, man? What's going on, Don Mega? How you been, buddy? Doing good, doing good. Ready to talk about Episode 2. Two. This is, of course, is now your official after show of Banshee on the Cinemax channel. You know what it is. Season four has begun, so now we are here every week talking about this week's brand new episode of the best damn show on television, Banshee. And uh, we had an awesome uh, premiere, so to speak, last week. We did episode one, and uh, a lot of you guys listened and checked it out and sent us a lot of love and a lot of tweets throughout the week, and we're glad you guys really enjoyed that. And we had a blast talking about it. We love this show, obviously. That's why we do it. And we're very, very stoked to talk about episode two tonight, aren't we? Oh, definitely. I mean, I uh, after I saw it, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk to Don and and do the show. I'm I was just uh, I was foaming at the mouth about it because <laughs> my God, what a goddamn great episode this was! Really good episode, solid episode. As we're you know ramping up the season once again, trying to figure out who killed Rebecca, and of course we're always trying to find out where the hell Job went. And uh, you know we got a little bit of answers tonight. We start to kind of see the bigger picture, so we're very excited uh, to dive right in. Episode two tonight was called "The Burden of Beauty," and uh, let's just get right into it. I mean, talking about this episode, man, we start out. Um, with a really weird kind of scene where it's like this this girl's like chained to a bed and then this dude comes in with a mask and he basically looks like he's about to rape her and then you hear cut and they're filming like a porno and then uh, of course bust in the Banshee PD and we get Brock and Bunker and uh, our new deputy uh, chick too she came in with a little martial arts there <laughs> you know yeah, little, little MMA uh, you know, armbar and going on over there was pretty sweet. Yeah, with a you know, with a leg takedown. I mean, Cruz is a badass man. <laughs> so that was cool. That was the only time we saw her this episode, though, which was a little weird. We had the such a big opening, and then it was kind of like she disappeared after that scene. But she was uh, talked about. She was talked about. Um, you know, so that was cool. Uh, you know, they basically bust these guys, put them in prison, um, and. Uh, you know, so we start to move forward, and once again we get a flashback. We go back, uh, what was it, uh, twelve months? Uh, was that first flashback? Thirteen months, something like that. The flashback was uh, three months. Three, it was a three months. Three months, yeah, it was three months, and we see Rebecca coming to a hospital. She's all bloodied and messed up, and uh, she's like, "I need help." And then we, and then we get the beginning of the episode, which was a great lead in for me man like i i love just like when they start you off with something and then they just cut to that intro band and we get that awesome theme music and yep. you're just like here we go baby here comes the ride right <laughs> like i can't wait to see where we're going what we're gonna get how did rebecca get like that what happened uh it's cool you know i'm starting to see and we, we talked about this a little bit last week where it was like i was a little bummed that they killed off rebecca but I was really hoping we would get to see her throughout the season still, at least in flashbacks. And it looks like we are going to pretty much get a lot of flashbacks with her as we kind of move through the rest of the season. So even though she's gone, she's not really gone for us. No. And, uh, you know, like like last episode was really flash 
back heavy, but this episode there was only about three I counted, like yeah. three major yeah, they flashbacks. Didn't do it too much. Yeah, which uh, which was good. You know, they focused a lot on the present. It was good. We also finally got to see Lucas uh, meet back up with Anna, which was really nice. Like you know, they didn't have any contact in last week's episode, so he goes to her new house and kind of apologizes for not coming to see her sooner. And they're talking, and he sees up on the wall at Anna's house, she never stopped looking for Job. She's got that big map up, and it's like dead end, and she's got all these pins in it. And he's like, you never stopped looking for him? And she's like, nope. <laughs> and Which probably made him feel kind of like a dick, because he gave up so easily. And, you know, That's the only thing, if I really got to say a negative so far in these first two episodes, is how much Hood is just like, yeah, he's dead. You know, like, I don't feel like he would really settle for that. You know, like, like, how come everybody else is so holding out for hope, but Hood of all people is the one that's just like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's because he was so close to Dalton, and when Dalton told him that he was dead and everything, I, I think Hood was still, you know, he believed him for some reason, but he was lying, mm. or maybe. Yeah. We, who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he was just kind of just I, telling him that. Yeah, and I and Hood took it for okay. He he's dead, and that's why I went back and shot him in the head. You know, and yeah. uh, to the dismay of everybody else who who did not agree with him shooting him in the head, but that's mm-hmm. what he did. You know? <laughs> yeah, and then he so. disappears and becomes a woodsman. <laughs> yeah exactly which we got our first uh flashback view of uh deva you know we we haven't seen her this season and uh showing her coming to the you know to the woods and seeing her jesus of a father <laughs> cutting up some wood out there yeah. um you know but she has no dialogue they don't really interact too much but he t- he lets anna know like yeah i've seen her she you know she's come to she's she's came and saw me a couple months ago you know and which of course pisses Anna off that she's kind of left out of the out of the, you know, the information there. She she misses her kids tremendously, and she didn't get an opportunity to see them. And then she finds out, oh, they were just went and saw Hood. So, you know, so but that was cool to kind of see Deva and kind of get a little bit, you know, more of that kind of backstory. Uh, another one of the flashback scenes we get is we get Rebecca going to Hood, saying that she wanted to go and talk to these meth dealers that she kind of went out on her own and we got some of this with her last season where she was trying to kind of make deals on her own with all these drug dealers and branch out from her uncle's business. And, uh, she went and made a deal with these new meth dealers and said, basically like, you know, you do what you got to do. I'll take a little cut. Just don't sell in Banshee. That was like her big terms. And they said, okay, cool. We're not going to sell in Banshee. But of course they went and did. And she wanted to go teach them a lesson. So she goes to hood and she says, you know, I need your help. Can you please go help me with this? And of course, is when he's still kind of Jesus Mountain Man, <laughs> Lucas Hood, and he's and he's like, I'm not interested. I got nothing to do with this. And so of course she goes on her own, and uh, you know takes out a couple of the guys, but then they end up grabbing her, and they're pr- ready to mess her up. One of the guys kind of attempts to rape her a little bit, but um, she 
gets him, and then the main guy, what was crazy was he opens up a dog, but there's this box with a dog in it that's just rabid. Yeah. And uh, she, he basically tries to feed her to, <laughs> to the dog, uh, which was nuts, and then uh, she ends up popping him in the nuts and then throwing his face into the dog box, and the dog literally just bites into his neck, and it was pretty graphic, oh. man. That was a pretty pretty crazy scene there so she kind of gets away there and then the other uh lead meth guy kind of comes in and he's like you fucking bitch i'm gonna kill you and of course right when he pulls out the gun to kill her what i assumed was gonna happen which hood finally shows the hell up and uh <laughs> takes basically a pitchfork and slices the dude's hand in half yeah. which was crazy too i was like oh my god and just slices it right down the middle of the guy's hand oh so right like, right in between both oh my yep. god oh yeah the guy's hands literally in two halves oh. <laughs> he's like oh my god you and know then, and then and at least we find out, you know, when he took the guy's hand and from, from episode one. Because <laughs> we were all racking our brains like, when did he take his hand in the last three seasons? I don't remember this at all. And we exactly. find out when it happened. Yeah, we talked about it last season. We are like, did we miss something there? <laughs> like, where yeah. did that guy's hand go? <laughs> now we know. Uh, so, yeah, we find out what happened to the hand. Uh, you know, he's trying to get Rebecca out of there. She runs away from him, runs into, like, basically their meth house and tries to light it on fire. Another guy comes in with a shotgun and uh, Lucas tries to, you know, protect her, gets her out the way. But he ends up getting shot. Um, and then uh, they break away. Of course, the meth house blows up, and that's when it leads you to the hospital scene where she walks in and is like, I need help. But then she really didn't need that much help. She actually wasn't too bad off. She had just had some bruises and stuff, but she's in the hospital, and she breaks in to the cabinet to steal all like the morphine and <laughs> the stitches and all the kind of stuff, and it's for Hood. So she obviously patched him up. Uh, at the same time, we find out uh, they get the files back on checking the blood, in in uh, Rebecca's car, and of course, whose blood do they find in the vehicle? Hood. <laughs> yeah, because he's bleeding from the shotgun wound. Exactly. So like, so now they think he's a big prime sp suspect here. You know, Bunker's like, you don't think he did it, do you? And like, oh, you know, if there's one thing about what I know about Hood is I don't know nothing about Hood. <laughs> uh, which I thought, <laughs> I thought was that was cool. a great line. It was a great line, you know. So then, so now he's even more of an interest to the uh, local Banshee Sheriff's Department because they found his blood in there now, which they know that Hood was lying because Hood, you know, told Brock like, "Oh, I haven't seen her. I don't know what's going on." And so now he looks like a goddamn liar because they found his blood in the car. So he's gonna have to explain himself here uh, very soon. Um, you know, we we see Proctor doing his normal kind of, you know bullshit uh he he basically tells the da to drop the charges on the porn guys because they're part of his uh drug dealing business yep. and uh you know so they literally were ready to throw the book on these guys and then they go to court and the guy's like yeah we're gonna have to dismiss it <laughs> you know which kind of goes back to episode one again because remember in episode one they were talking about how all these scumbags keep getting let go on the streets because all the like you know everything that they have on these guys just keeps coming up bad or just nothing's legit and then all these guys keep finding loopholes yep. and now we know obviously as proctor as mayor he has the control he's the little puppet master over there so you know yeah and then we find out that carrie's release of all her stresses <laughs> a after kai let you know gets them off she's waiting for them finds them and basically beats the hell out of them <laughs> yes she does and did you 
catch the little subtle nod in the episode that it seems like Bunker is the one feeding her the information. Yeah, he did leave the file on top of the uh, hood of his uh, cruiser there. Or her yeah, car. The hood, of, the hood of his car, not Lucas' hood, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even catch that at first, but yeah, the hood of Bunker's car. <laughs> yeah. but, they, but they did it very subtly to where I, I was like, I asked my wife, I said, did you catch that? And she's like, oh, I did. And like, you know, and it was like, he, he was just like, how you doing, Mrs. Hopewell? Too bad these scumbags get set free. And then he kind of just walks off and then you see the folder sitting on the on the truck. So it was very sneaky, you know, but he leaves it and she gets the information she needs. And sure enough, you see the director guy bringing back some couple underage girls trying to drug them. And then here's Carrie just waiting, you know, how you doing? <laughs> she beats his ass, you know, and, and, oh, yeah. and also stabs him in the junk. So, oh, <laughs> you know, she's making sure that uh, no one else can get hurt. She's like, I'll be watching, and then stabs him right in the, uh, you know. Ugh. So I like I like that Bunker's kind of, uh, you know, doing taking care of a little bit of vigilantism by uh, hooking up with Anna and letting her do what she's got to do. Uh, and it looks like from the preview next week that they might be getting a little intimate there, too. It looked like they were uh, having some fun in the uh, bedroom. So, uh, you know, there might be something there uh, that we'll be seeing here soon in next week's episode. Um, so that's that's very interesting, and it was cool because it kind of makes sense, like how she always knows where everybody's at and where they're going, um, like when she took out the two guys last week. Uh, so, yep. you know, so we we have all that. We find out that there's another lead for Rebecca, which is a guy she was dating, and uh, he's a you know bass player at, in this band. Hood goes to go check him out, and of course Brock and Bunker show up, and they're like, "You stay here, Hood. We're gonna go talk to this guy." And he's like, "You're gonna scare him. He's gonna see your, you know, your suits, and he's gonna run." And uh, they're like, "You let us worry about that." And then they go in. Of course, the guy runs, and which I love the scene because as soon as he runs, and they cut to the outside, Hood's already got him in the car, and he's like driving off with the guy. Yeah, he goes, "Shut up!" And he just drives yeah. away, and and Brock's like, "God damn it, Hood!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So good, man. Good. Always almost, one step ahead. Exactly, because I felt like Hood almost like played it that way, you know? Like yep. he kind of like let them go in so he could just wait outside <laughs> to take care of it. Yep. And it's exactly what happened. And, of course, you know, so Hood takes him back to uh, to the bar, you know, Sugar's bar. And uh, he kind of asks him some questions. He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do nothing, you know. If there's anybody you need to be worried about, it needs to be Proctor. And, you know, so they end up letting him go. Obviously, Sugar's still pissed at Hood. They 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 only interact for like a couple lines, and and Sugar's still like, he basically gives him a good line like, "Why do you care so much about this girl? You know, if you should be caring about anybody, it should be Job. You know, he's way more important to you than this chick ever was." And he kind of just walks off. So, it's almost like Hood is kind of trying to feel better about himself by you know taking care of the Rebecca thing because he feels so lost over the Job thing. You know, like, that's why he's putting so much energy into this, because it's probably letting him take his mind off of it. You think it's like a bit of redemption for Hood? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like this is a redemption thing for him. It's taking his mind off of it. And it's just, you know, it's something that he feels like he has to do because he's already let Job down. He can't let Rebecca down, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, so he has she... to, like, avenge her death, you know? Right, because she's helped him out so much up to this point. 
you know, so then we get a scene with Proctor. There's another flashback little scene where Proctor's at the strip club and he tells Rebecca, you know, this is your office now. I got to clear out, which, you know, makes sense. If he became mayor, he shouldn't be running the strip club anymore in town. So he gives it to Rebecca and, you know, you see that little flashback. And then when he walks out of the office, Hood's waiting for him. They have a quick little kind of back and forth where he tells Proctor, you know, like, well, the, uh, the kid from the band and the meth heads aren't people that you need to worry about. I don't think they did it. And, uh, you know, he tells Proctor, like, you know, the only thing with that kid was that he was fucking Rebecca. And, and Proctor, Proctor says, it's not none of my business who she's fucking, which we all know is a bunch of bullshit because Proctor does not like people to touch his niece. <laughs> yeah, I remember Jason Hood. Uh-huh. Now, 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 Don, right there at that point of the episode, did you think that Proctor had Burton or Proctor did it himself kill like uh, Rebecca at that point in during the episode no I never for, for one minute thought that Proctor had anything to do with his death with her death he loved her too much I don't I don't think that even no matter what she could have done it never would have I don't think pushed him over the edge to kill her that's true because if he would have known about you know, this guy, you know, screwing Rebecca, I think he would have been dead a long time ago. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, and then of course, once we have that scene, I just expected it that, oh, that dude's dead. Yeah. <laughs> we knew, we knew he wasn't going to make it out the episode. I honestly didn't think it was going to be Proctor that killed him. I thought just uh, Burton was going to show up and take him out. Um, but, you know, we cut to the, to the bar again and uh, the, the bass player's there, her boy, ex-boyfriend, and he's packing up and the light comes on. Who's there? Who's there? And uh, it's Proctor and Proctor punches him, uh, beats him over the back with his bass, bass guitar, takes off one of the bass strings and then strangles the guy to death with the string of his own bass guitar. Uh, you know, as Burton looked on. <laughs> with, like, this creepy, like, sideways tilt head. He always does and, that sideways oh, tilt. I love like, it. Oh, he, Matt, plays, he plays it so well. Without even having to speak a word, that guy just kills it, man. Matt Rouch, just love Tell it. me about it. Oh. Without even speaking a word. You know, so then, so he kills him, which is going to be very obvious to uh, <laughs> to Hood when he finds out that dude's dead, that Proctor went and did that, you know, because it's like the only person that knew about anything was, was Proctor after Hood let him know that. And, uh, you and, know, and speaking of which, uh, you know, uh, when when uh, when Hood went to go see Proctor at the uh, strip club and told him all this, Proctor left him the entire <laughs> uh sheriff's uh copy of the investigation so far yeah which was a really cool scene because you see hood looking it over and then it would cut over to brock in his office looking over the same folder you know so you see kind of both parties looking over everything looking at the details and that's where you see you know the cut on her and then that's actually the scene that bled into bunker showing up and saying we got the blood results back and they find out that it was hood's blood in the back of the car um we also get a scene a little bit earlier on with with um Burton and Proctor going face to face with Bunker's brother, Mr. Chris Coy, who follows us on Twitter. Hello, Chris. Uh so, you know, that was a really cool scene where, you know, I like I like how, you know, Chris came out and was just like, you know, like, yeah, how's it going? And then Burton just punches him right in the stomach. <laughs> and then Yeah. You know, it was just like, you know, get ready. And uh, you know, <laughs> Proctor's pissed because those porn guys got, you know, arrested and they're, you know, kind of risking the business and he didn't like that they were running the business on the side. Um, 
and so I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but you know, we got a scene a little bit later on with Chris Coy where he's sitting there talking with the guys saying, you know, like, damn, you know, fuck Proctor. And I hate how this guy's always got us by the balls and we're out there doing all this work and he's just collecting all the money. Yeah. I'm tired of being Proctor's bitch. Right. I, I mean, it may be too obvious, but I mean, I feel like that makes him a very big suspect in killing Rebecca, <laughs> right? Well, like, I mean, that, that's just a, a thought on me. Sort of because he said, you know, you know, the guy, because, you know, the guy sitting next to him asked him, well, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm going to wait for the exact perfect moment mm-hmm. and then I'm going to seize it. So that kind of makes me think he didn't because that would have been the moment to seize, right? So... You, he, see, you know. he did seize the moment. He grabbed Rebecca and he killed her. And he knew how. You, you think know, that's a it. flashback, or or present time? Oh, true, true. You got it. Yeah, uh, you're right. You just totally debunked me. Never mind. Forget what I just said, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I'm glad, I'm glad. You know what? I didn't. I just see. That's what the problem with flashbacks, man. I can't look at it all in one big picture. No, you're right. Uh, yes, Rebecca's already dead, so how can he in current time say that he's going to wait for the right opportunity and seize it? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I totally... For, That's okay. We, ju- we jump back and forth so many times, you know, so my mind is constantly always racing to be like, well, maybe it's this person, maybe it's that person. So, you know, <laughs> uh, before we watched the episode tonight, my wife asked me, like, do you think it's somebody that we know on the show or is it going to be somebody different and that's a good question because i can see it totally going both ways (laughs) because you know it could be a new character that we didn't know and maybe we'll find out about through the flashbacks later on or you know i just don't know who it could be out of the people that we do know on the show i don't feel like anybody of the current characters we know strike me as a big you know suspect in her murder yeah i mean nobody's really popping out you know Exactly. And every like every lead that everybody's had has been a dead end. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, like, uh, you know, um, you know, Chris Coy has that moment where he's talking, he's a, you know, the perfect moment he's going to seize, he's going to seize it. And then, you know, and then, uh, you know, Kai kills, you know, uh, the guy that was, you know, banging Rebecca. And then after that, they leave. And then we go to um, Carrie, and she's she's got the house almost done, and she's got all the rooms set up for her, her kids to come back. She's been talking to a shrink, I guess, that's court-mandated, mm-hmm. so she can get her kids back. Meanwhile, they're at uh, Gordon's parents' house. And uh, she's laying down in, I guess, what would be, it looked like... Uh, like her um, son's room. Her son's room, yeah, because uh, the football helmet was on the wall. And uh, she's laying in a in the same position as all of a sudden a naked man, is, the very dirty naked man is laying, <laughs> and we pan from feet all the way to butt all the way to to scruffy ass, you know, face. And uh, if you look close enough, you knew who it was, but if you didn't know, all of a sudden you hear. Good morning, Job. <gasps> and holy shit, he gets the fire hose. <laughs> and he's in this concrete hole, naked, being washed down with ice cold water again. I guess 
every day for the last two years. I don't know. I don't know if it was two years. I mean, I mean, he's probably been passed around through multiple people at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that we've been waiting. I mean, obviously we haven't been waiting long. It's only the second episode, but I feel like we've been waiting to find out something about Job to catch a glimpse, to get yes. an idea. And yeah, we saw that naked body. And, and at first I'm like, who the fuck is this? And then as they started to pan up, I was like, I wonder if this is Job. And then, yeah, you saw he had hair and he had a scruffy beard and you're like, is it? And then he looks up and you're like, I, I think that is Job. Yeah, and then the guy comes over with the hose. You, you can't see who the guy looks like. He's looking down and it's very shadowy. And he's like, yeah, good morning, Job. And he's got the big fire hose just blasting. Job's like, no! You know, because obviously he's, he's just been getting blasted with this thing for God knows how long. And they're torturing him. And uh, But yep. we, we get our confirmation that Job is alive, which... I don't think it's a big shocker. I would find it very, very odd if if they really went into the season having him be dead. Uh, but I'm glad that we didn't have to wait, you know, half the season to get a glimpse of Job. Same um, here. So that was our big ending to this episode. You know, well, and then we always get the little after credits kind of scene, which then this week was uh, Rebecca kind of being dragged through the woods uh, by the guy that abducted her. Um, and it, it was a flashback again of two weeks ago. Uh, so you're, you're seeing right before she got murdered and it was just a very quick glimpse. You couldn't see what the guy looked like either. He had like a hood on and, uh, you know, she's got duct tape on her mouth and then it just, the episode ends. So we get an idea of Job. We, you see a little bit more of what's going on, Rebecca and, uh, oh man, just another hell of an episode. Once again, I'm like, come on next Friday because, you know, we, we get a quick glimpse of next week's episode. Uh, once again, you see Job getting tortured. They show a quick scene of him, like, strapped to a chair and a bunch of just big halogen kind of lights being shined into his face and he's screaming again, you know? So, like, you're like, oh, my God, man, which is crazy because you're just like, how, like, I'm wondering, you know, what do these people want? You know, what are they trying to get out of him and it, it, that he's not cooperating and they're just torturing him like this, like, every day? You know, is it, to, is, it, is it information on Hood? Is it just for shits and giggles? Like, what are they trying to do and how long has this been going on? It's, there's so many questions more than we have answers for. Uh, yeah, but that next week looks fucking insane. Like I said, it looks like Carrie's kind of hooking up with uh, Bunker. You know, we see a lot more action going down. And uh, uh, we're still waiting on Elijah Dushku. Unfortunately, still nothing this this episode. So come on, come on, girl, we need you. <laughs> and uh, I think maybe next week, from what you were talking about earlier. Uh, so yep. we'll, we'll I see. did find out what she's going to be, but I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, no. I'm going to wait <laughs> till it happens <laughs> on, during the show. So we know. Um, a little bit of googling, and you will know too. But <laughs> that's how I found out. But anyway, um, you know. Also. I I highly recommend everybody, you know, uh, go to our Twitter. It's uh, Welcome, the number two Banshee. Uh, I put a link up for Season 4 Banshee Origins. And uh, uh, Matthew Rauch, you know, uh, um, you know uh, Burton ha- had a, a big hand in uh, writing and directing it. And um, it was really, really cool. No spoilers in it, just basic chit chat between you know two characters you know you have uh you know job you have carrie you have uh you know bunker you have you know basically all of them so 
it was really really cool check it out and um you know uh this episode don i mean i was so hyped after this episode i had to i just had to leave and go get <laughs> like a coffee or something because i was just so hyped <laughs> uh, how, uh, how about you man how did you like this episode ah, i like this episode a lot i mean it really continued to move the story forward um i'm you know wasn't sure how i would like this season moving forward would just kind of at this point being a whodunit kind of thing, you know, because that's not really what Banshee ever was. And now this season is very big on just the who killed Rebecca kind of thing, but I'm really digging it. Like I find it actually very, very thrilling. And I find it very cool as I track down the clues and, you know, you have the police department's avenues of trying to figure it out. You have hoods reasons for trying to figure it out. You got Proctor's reasons for trying to figure it out. So she's tied to so many people that it makes it so interesting. You know, she's, she's one of the rare characters on the show that would make you care, um, you know, in that scenario of a whodunit kind of thing. So I'm really digging in and I'm glad that we're, you know, we keep moving forward. We're getting more and more answers. And, uh, I'm so happy we got to see a glimpse of Job. I know we'll get more next week. And, uh, I mean, it's just, we're, we're, we're off to a big bang. Um, Chris Coy has tweeted us himself saying, you know, hold on to your hats, guys. The shit's about to hit the fan. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. that makes me excited knowing that they're excited and we got a lot of cool shit coming. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a great second episode. I agree. I agree. And, uh, I, I kind of started with the grade system last week. I don't know why, but I'm giving this another A+. Plus. <laughs> I mean, two A-pluses in a row for me. I don't know. How about you? Uh, I'll give it another solid A. You all know? right, all right. Um, you know, A-plus is, is, is hard to give out. I mean, it's got to be perfect, perfect. <laughs> but, uh, no, very, very solid A's so far if we're going to give you know letter grades like that for sure was there any other points of this episode that we maybe glanced over or anything that we didn't touch on that maybe was that you were thinking of in your mind no man i mean you pretty much covered everything that pretty much happened i mean uh it was it was pretty cool how rebecca acted like she was really hurt in the hospital but but when they weren't looking she went she stole a bunch of meds and everything ran out and she had hood in the back of her uh suv because he got shot in the it was like the left of his chest or whatever and um you know she got a bunch of meds for him to patch him up again because you know lucas is damn hard to kill (laughs) apparently you know uh and uh you know then that's where the blood came from that uh bunker uh you know reported to brock so Obviously, you know, that piece of evidence, they think, you know, uh, Brock and uh, Bunker are going to look at it a little bit differently, but it was basically just because Hood saved Rebecca's life, and now she's going to save Hood's life with the meds that she stole. So. Yep. Exactly, and I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, Lucas having a better conversation with Brock about what the hell really did happen. Uh, you know, Bunker talked to him at the one point and said, you know, do you want me to bring him in? They were like, no, nah, let's hold off right now. So, you know, they're waiting for the right opportunity, uh, but he, you know, he's definitely at the top of their suspect chain uh, right now, so be curious to see how that plays out, and uh you know, it's it's hard to predict where we're going here, man. If we're trying to predict, you know, the rest of the season and moving forward, like, whew, we still got, you know, six more episodes to go. And, uh, 
You know what? I, I just thought of something. Okay. Um, Kai is trying to expand his, uh, you know, his, his, uh, you know, his drug empire by getting into bed with the cartel. Remember he had that scene in the plane. Oh, yes. Um, all of a sudden we have the scene where, uh, Kai drives up, uh, there's a, there's a, you know, a Learjet parked in a, in a hangar. Uh, Kai walks in and it's, uh, you know, a pretty big wig of the, uh, of some cartel, I'm guessing the Mexican cartel or something. And, um, pretty much, um, they agree to terms and, um, and I, and I love how the guy said, uh, you know, uh, don't, yeah. don't fuck me with the, you know, we're the cartel and you're just, uh, and you're just, you know, small potatoes and, well, he and, basically was telling them like, you may be the big, scary boogeyman of Banshee, yeah. But in, in my world, you're just a cockroach that will step on and smash, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, like, I really dug that, too, because it's true. I mean, he's a, he's a big kingpin of a very tiny little town, you know? But in the big picture of cartel's worlds, they're like, shit, don't mess with me because <laughs> we'll kill you and your whole damn family. Yeah, you know? he's like, which, you... which, once again, well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, oh, it was think? cool to see. It was cool to see. And what I, you know, what other little thing I liked with that scene was uh, Burton standing outside the plane looking at the other guy's kind of head head security dude and they just kind of stared at each other i wonder if they stared at each other the entire <laughs> exactly the entire exchange but i like that because burton was just looking at him like make a move punk yeah. <laughs> and the other guy was all chill chilling too just looking at him like who the hell's this guy in the glasses <laughs> and i just like it because once again it's a scene with no dialogue but i just like burton just gives no fucks and he's not scared of a damn thing so i just i love that he just comes right into a scene and just owns it yep. so yeah very very cool to see uh yeah and i mean i mean that that scene right there really had no it the only no big bearing on yeah that. like the only bearing it really has on it is that kai is putting more um uh, what's the word? Kai's putting more uh, faith in the Brotherhood that they're going to uh, supply him with enough uh, product that the cartel right. wants. And I see, you know, the Brotherhood kind of screwing Kai over, which gets the cartel mad at Kai, mm -hmm. which I, I think the cartel is going to uh, become a big problem later on in the this uh season uh and the brotherhood is going to be the cause of it i think mm. could be yeah they could short the stat you know short the the product supply to screw him over and then obviously he'll have to take the fall for it and could be some big stuff there you know in the overall overall arc um but yeah just another really solid episode now we gotta wait another week to another friday to watch episode three so well, what did you take away from it, Don? Like, what was your, um, what was your most powerful uh, part of the episode? Uh, I mean, uh, obviously, other than hey, Job's alive. Thank, thank goodness, <laughs> yeah, Job's the, still I mean, alive. I mean, the Job, yeah, the Job moment is really my favorite part of the whole episode. Just I've been getting to see him alive and how messed up he is and how he's being tortured. Uh, the, I mean, other than that, the other big, big one for me uh, was probably the whole Rebecca scene. You know, of, of her going to the meth house, coming in, 
just with no fear, you know, to take all these guys on with one handgun, you yeah. know, even when she was surrounded, she was still like, make a move, punk, I'll kill you, you know, and then just like through that whole scene inside the house and with the dog. And I mean, that was that whole scene was definitely just super powerful and hood coming in, slicing the guy's hand with the pitchfork and stuff like it just uh, that whole section was just super, super intense. And, Tell me about uh, it. you know, was a really exciting scene for the episode. That was crazy. You know, I, I'm wondering too, if, I don't know, I felt like there was a moment there in the courthouse when the DA had to, you know, be like, we're, we're dropping our charges. And, uh, the judge is like, what do you mean? You, these, you know, I thought you have a pretty solid case stacked around these guys. And then he blamed the, the Banshee police department and said, you know, oh, it was, it was the police and they kind of messed up the evidence and there's, there's not enough to hold the guys. So we have to withdraw. Um, after, so after they said, okay, the case is withdrawn, they're free to go. If you listen closely, the, the judge says, you know, I want to see you in my chambers to the, you know, district attorney guy. Yeah. And, and I and, was so upset that we didn't see a scene with exactly, the DA and the judge. I'm like, I'm like, are we going to maybe see that next week or what? But I felt like that DA guy was going to fucking just end up being like, I had to, they threatened me, you know, Proctor and like tell the judge that, you know, yeah. I honestly thought for a second too, when they asked him like, you know, how do you plea? And he stood up and he did the whole, like we withdraw thing. I thought he was going to actually push it and actually take, you know, have them arrested and like do the right thing. Cause they showed, you know, Burton sitting there in the courthouse watching. And for some reason, I just thought like, it looked like the look on his face was like, I'm not letting this happen again, you know? And I was waiting for the guy to stand up and just be like, forget it. Like, you know, like, yeah, we're, we're proceeding with, you know, throwing the book at him kind of thing, but he didn't. So I was a little bummed by that. Cause I thought, I thought the dude was going to just end up getting those guys locked up and then, Burton was going to have to do his thing and take that guy out. Yep, take the glasses off. Yeah. <laughs> that would be some that would be some shit if Burton took the glasses off right in the middle of the courtroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love as soon as the judge like put his gavel down, Burton just got up and stormed out of the out of the office all fast. Yep. You know, he was, he's he's a man of business. And but, uh, uh, and uh, Carrie was there, wasn't she? Yeah, Carrie the was there thing. watching the back, and so was Bunker, and then that's when we got the scene outside where Bunker told her, you know, like, I hate seeing guys like this get off, and then he just left the folder there for her, so real sneaky, I like it, <laughs> and uh, uh, I love Bunker, I wish we would have gotten more of a chance to see Bunker deal with Hood, you know, as the sheriff, uh, we didn't get too much of that last season, and, you know, that's that's something I would have liked a little bit more of, but. Yeah, but it, but if it wasn't for Hood, Bunker wouldn't be there. Exactly. That's what I'm just saying. I felt like if they would have moved forward with Hood as still being the, the, you know, sheriff, I think we would have got some really cool stuff with Hood and Bunker kind of teaming up, you know? Yeah, I mean, and we did get the scene outside of uh, that bar where, you know, uh, Bunker is still, you know, calling him sir and being very respectful to him, you know? Yeah. So. No, I think he has a ton of respect for Lucas, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, So I was glad to see them get a little bit of a, you know, back and forth, even if it was really quick, because when they met up on the first episode, it was, you know, very weird and awkward and kind of like really fast because Brock kind of just like told him to like go away kind of thing. So we didn't get too much of an interaction. So it was nice to see them kind of talk on this episode, even though it was brief. Yeah. Yeah. But that that'll you know we'll we'll wrap it up i mean that was the second episode and uh you know i want to thank 
all the fanchies once again for you know tweeting at us we had a couple really good tweets just within the last 24 hours of people saying you know get that second episode up man we're waiting to hear what you guys thought of the episode so you know like i said we, we try to get together and we try to bang this out as soon as possible for you guys you know right after the episode drops so we're, we'll always do our best to get it out that same weekend uh so you guys can hear the thoughts you know while it's hot and uh you know definitely let all the other fanchies know and you know make sure you guys are using the 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 hashtag this season is uh uh, forever fancy and uh, that's the big one there that's uh that cinemax is using and that's how the show's being advertised and everything this year you know they uh they always seem to have like a theme hashtag for each season like last season was like blood and banshee and then this this season is for forever banshee since it's the last one so you know definitely hashtag forever fancy uh forever banshee in in your uh tweets and you know hashtag fancy and just you know keep an eye on the twitter and you know we'll keep dropping little nuggets and definitely like link said check out the origins uh videos they're really really cool i mean that's something that they've been doing since season one so if, if, if you are a big fan of the show and you've never seen the origin videos they're very short little five minute kind of clips uh but they're on youtube and everything and we'll be we'll continue to tweet them out over the week and stuff so you guys have an opportunity to check them out yeah. um, but they're really really cool little bonus content and if you're big fans like us you'll love to get a little bit of extra insight uh to some of the characters and how they met and how things happened that you don't get to see on the episodes so yep really cool stuff. Uh, and and I uh, and I and I just want to make one little correction. It's a hashtag uh, Fanchies Forever, is uh, for for uh, this week. It's not a uh, Forever Fanchies. It's Fanchies Forever. Uh, I know you get a little uh, mixed up there because they change it all the time. No, it's, it's been the same thing all season. It's Forever Banshee, not Forever Fanchie. Uh, yeah, the uh, Cinemax one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was, I was just looking at Twitter right now, and it's a hashtag banshees forever but uh, i'm sure there's a ton of them <laughs> yeah who knows right people are, people are getting them screwed up and mixed up all around but uh use them both <laughs> right you know what i mean so I'll, i'm gonna use them oh, both. i'm sorry yeah it, just <laughs> to be 100 percent correct on here because we don't want to steer anybody wrong uh it is um forever fanchy that is the official cinemax hashtag for right banshee this season hashtag forever fanchy uh, so, uh, that is everything that Cinemax is looking for. It's what the show is using, uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, you'll notice at the beginning of the episode, sometimes they flash tweets from people. Uh, so, you know, that is how you get your tweet spotted by Cinemax and get it on there is using the hashtag forever fancy. So make sure you are utilizing that, uh, as we will do the same and, uh, get your voice heard. So, um, so that will do it for episode two of season four, The Burden of Beauty. Uh, and uh, we'll be back again next week for episode three. And we cannot wait to see where we go next week. I think it's just going to get faster paced, crazier shit. <laughs> tell me about it. Uh, Would you, hey, uh, uh, do you, do you want to let the fans know what uh, uh, episode three is called there, Don? Uh, 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 you go for it. I'm not even looking ahead. I'm trying not to spoil anything for myself, even uh, the show title. <laughs> uh, I, I, I won't spoil it then, but, uh, you know, uh, you guys will find out next week, and uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised what the uh, what the uh, name of the episode is. So, And I hope it's, uh, you know, 
Hey, just you know, that's all I'm going to say. I'm, I I can't wait till next week. <laughs> next week's going to be awesome. Make sure you tune back in. Check us out, members. Follow us on Twitter at Welcome the Number Two Banshee. Follow us individually. You can follow me at DX Don Mega, and follow my boy over here, Links at L L N K Z. And, uh, of course, you can listen to us on Red Dragons Radio. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And we are now available, breaking news, we're now available to listen to on Stitcher as well. Uh, We're proud to uh, sponsor with Stitcher. For those of you who don't know what it is, I'll take a quick second just to let you know that basically it's a streaming app for mobile devices. So on your cell phone, on your tablet, and it doesn't matter what you have. It could be Android, could be iPhone, could be Windows. Uh, Stitcher is a really cool app uh, that's all for podcasting. So you can get on there, just look up Welcome to Banshee, and you can stream the show right through the app. And uh, if you want, you can even download it for offline listening. And uh, it really compresses it very nicely. And if you listen to us on Stitcher, go ahead and click the button and give us a thumbs up because Stitcher does a nice thumbs up, thumbs down button. And it really helps kind of promote the show and get us up in the rankings on Twitter's countdown, so or on Stitcher's countdown. So uh, very proud to be a part of Stitcher. I know a lot of people listen to podcasts like to do it through their phone and it's definitely the easiest way uh to get it on the go so we're available on stitcher available on red dragons radio and itunes so definitely uh plenty of places to check it out look out for our tweets throughout the week and uh yeah very excited hashtag forever fancy hashtag red dragons radio hashtag banshee hashtag everything and uh hashtag awesome Hashtag the shiznit. Hashtag <laughs> Lucas Hood. <laughs> hashtag um, Brock's beard. <laughs> Brock's beard. That, that was a big hashtag last season. Let's keep it going. Yeah. And uh, you know, and we'll we'll find some more hashtags uh you know next week. So till next time, y'all. Peace. <laughs>